Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. If you would like to make a positive impact in the life of a disadvantaged child, one of the quickest and easiest ways is to support the work of today's sponsor, SaveTheChildren.org. They labor hard every day to give children a healthy start in life. Indeed, they've delivered lasting results for millions of disadvantaged children in the United States and around the world. The work they do is even more urgent today. The COVID-19 pandemic has left many children without caregivers, out of school, and exposed to violence and exploitation. However, you can help. With your support, SaveTheChildren.org can help children in unsafe households and provide those in need with learning supplies. For example, you can feed a child breakfast, lunch, and dinner for only $10, or provide educational toys and activities to engage eager out-of-school learners with a $35 donation. Help children get a healthy start in life. Go to SaveTheChildren.org forward slash save kids to make your financial donation today. That's SaveTheChildren.org forward slash save kids. Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Leadership by George H. Knox, published in 1912. There is a force in the world that is all-powerful, something that transforms us into giants when we open our minds to the highest good. There is a power that enables you to multiply your mental force a thousand times, and even to increase your physical force until you can almost defy fatigue and disease. We see this power every day in the faces of women and men, in the painting of the artist, in the song of the poet, in all the great achievements of humankind. What is this power? Perhaps no one knows for sure. But as we use electricity without knowing exactly what it is, so does this peculiar something exert an influence greater than that of electricity. Scientists tell us that the entire atmosphere is filled with energy, that there is an ocean of energy enveloping the world. And as we use this force or energy, does it come to us in ever-increasing supply? However, this phenomenon alone cannot account for our personality, nor how we can develop it, how we can become magnetic and attractive, how we can develop capacity for work and leadership. The need for personality development is universal. Power comes not from what we know, but from what we can express, and nine-tenths of expression is through personality. To other people, we are a mere personality. We are to them big or little, positive or negative, a success or a failure, just as we appeal to them through our personality. A chain is no stronger than its weakest link, and we are no stronger than our weakest point of personality. Would you be a leader in your community? Would you become master of the power of attracting? Would you increase your usefulness? 
Would you fill your place in the world's work? Would you achieve real success? Then develop your personality. And like the great personalities of the earth, your light will shine like a fixed star. The privilege and indefinable power is a part of life. It comes from the Creator and is not limited to any church, or race, or age. We are all gods in the chrysalis. As we move away from our primal nature and fan into flame the divine spark, we acquire this characteristic of leadership. This opportunity for growth is free to all alike. Every person can be a king or queen by divine right and free themselves from the evils that bind them down. The great majority of people still linger in the valley. Millions who could scale the heights by leaps and bounds, if they could but guess the power of their own minds, and the latent possibilities that are ready to be called into action. The aim of every person should be to get out of life all there is in life to develop latent possibilities, bring to life dead talent, discover new forces, learn how to deal with others, develop the great art of persuasion, grow a character, build a soul, in fact to become a leader in the world's work, one who delights in raising the standard of others and who carries the flag of civilization forward. People do not acquire such a place by trying to get all they can out of the world, but by trying to put all they can into it. The development of the personality is the accumulation of power. It causes a person to become a magnet of attraction, a greater success in business, a molder of public opinion, a leader of men and women. To acquire a good personality is to be born again, to get a new vision, to ascend the heights and become a new factor in the world's work. That there is a force that moves the world, a power that transforms people, no one doubts. While there are those who have great natural ability, most people must acquire it, and the same goes for personality. There are those who are naturally endowed with a great personality, but the majority must acquire it just as every other trait is acquired. Why then shouldn't each one of us cultivate a winning personality? Let us have ten great women and men where we now have but one. To start it is necessary to have a system of training, the best the world ever saw to teach people how to develop the very best there is in them. A person's influence and power in everything that goes into making a great individual comes from within. We are just what we make of ourselves. Yet not one in one hundred thinks of making any special preparation to increase their personality. When developing a great personality, there are certain principles that must be adhered to, certain steps that must be taken, an effort must be made. You cannot make the gutter a permanent place of abode and expect to rise in the world. If you are going to scale the heights, 
there is a road to travel and bright lights to the very top, but you yourself must make the ascent. The two chief cornerstones of a great personality are thought and action. There is a certain mental attitude to be acquired, positive thought forces to be developed, and negative qualities to be eliminated. There are certain lines of thought that produce health and courage, buoyancy of spirit, leadership, magnetic power, and marvelous success. There are other lines of thought to which we are all given more or less because of habit, which produce ill health, a miserable mental condition, and failure. The imperative now is to act. The consciousness of accomplishment, the joy of achievement, are as wings to the soul. Self-expression is the beginning of power, and recognition is added strength. Action is the giant's law. To create, to build, to produce, to express oneself, is to partake of the food of the gods. But back of action is thought. The foundation, therefore, of a great personality is mind development. Thoughts can be transmitted from mind to mind, to a certain extent just as messages can be transmitted by wireless. You may think about writing an email to some friend you haven't contacted in years, and be surprised by receiving an email from that friend before your own email has been delivered. You may suddenly think of a person temporarily forgotten, and meet the individual before walking a block. It is a common thing to look at a person and have them glance up, or even turn around and immediately look at you. When two people are working together in perfect harmony, it's possible for one person to put words into the other's mouth. I was just thinking the same thing. That is what I was going to say, are expressions we hear often. There is a little doubt that there are thought waves as well as sound waves. If you think thoughts of failure, you receive in turn suggestions of failure, which continue to keep you on a plane of failure, because you are receptive to the thoughts of people on your own plane of existence. Likewise, when your thoughts are of the highest order, you live on a different plane, and you are in a sense in communication through your subconscious mind with other great women and men on the same plane. When you entertain great ideas, you are receptive to great ideas. You receive thoughts from the great personalities of the world, who know nothing about failure, who have gotten above the plane of jealousy, revenge, or hate. People who breathe the fresh air of freedom, and who mingle with the giants of the earth. To reach this high plane is possible for almost anyone. You must concentrate your mind upon that which you desire to become. Positive virtues must be cultivated. Resist negative thoughts and desires, indifference, carelessness, and petty annoyances that waste so much time and mar the beauty of the soul. We gain power and acquire strength of will 
by overcoming resistance, by doing what we ought to do, by being what we ought to be, by going where we ought to go, no matter the obstacle, by standing steadfast or by moving on. There is an awful temptation to let things slip just this once, but that is also a serious mistake. Avoid the temptation. Make the will decide what it ought to decide. Decision is the word. To form the practice of deciding is to develop the will, and the will makes for decision. It is hesitating and lingering in the shadow that produces bankruptcy and ruin. If you would overcome resistance, do one thing at a time. And remember that in concentration there is power. Concentrate your whole being on the matter at hand and complete it. Don't let your mind wander to something else. Finish it. One thing at a time, with all your force centered on the task, will perform miracles. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Get the best of our podcast in heirloom hardcover or digital ebook by visiting inspirationallifelessons.com. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.